Welcome back, everybody, to the West Coast Filmcast here on the Space Kaiju and Mighty Morphin Podcast Network. I am here with Nate and Chris, and today we're talking about one of my favorite Halloween movies. Wait, I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> I am Sergio. I am I'm here with Chris. Chris. I'm here with Nate. And today, guys, hey, guys. About... It's good to be on. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. But yeah, yeah that was kind of. A, I can't fucking do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's what did funny. he just say? What did he just say? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That I allowed. That I allowed. Okay, listen. We're back. We're doing filmcast again, but we're not doing it a weekly episode. I think right now we're just monthly. Doing once, yeah, once a month. We're doing a month. where we appreciate films and we all pick a topic. That it's almost like we called it earlier a film club where. If you want to know about new movies or you want to just hear a podcast, you know, praising a movie or giving us giving our opinions about movies, this is going to be the one for you. Real quick, uh, real quick to put more in, in, in emphasis on this. I, I like the idea of of like us rotating, taking turns to bring a film to light to each other, not only just the listeners to uh, introduce new films, but it's kind of like I, if I want to show you guys a film that I appreciate I want to show you guys this is why I appreciate it. So here you guys watch it and then we discuss how and break it down. Kind of like what we're going to do today, but we're just kind of appreciating and acknowledging a little bit about uh, a certain film that Sergio is about to mention right now. Yes, guys. Um, since the last time we did a film cast, which was about two years ago, we last talked about Trick or Treat. And we talked about wanting to do Nightmare Before Christmas and – now that we're back into the whole podcasting mode this year, I really wanted to talk about it this year. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies or just, you know, favorite um, holiday movies too because it could really span between the month of October all the way to December. So for for those of you who don't know what this movie is. What is it? It is called – I'll tell you. It is called A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I'm sorry. The Nightmare Before Christmas. It is a the, Disney I, I've been saying film. the all this time. I know. Well, it's actually the Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. It's a 76-minute long film rated PG from your friends at Disney. Directed by Henry Selick and written by Tim Burton. At least the story and the characters are. I know a lot of people probably think that Tim Burton directed this movie, but he just had a big role as far as like characters and storyline. But the actual director is Henry Selick. And this film has uh, it has a cast that's not really well-known, I'd say, right? I mean, you know some of these guys because they worked a lot with, um, with uh, Tim Burton, actually. But they're not like, uh, like sound-out guys that you, would, uh, that you would know from movies, uh, like for a lot of movies. Can I, can, I, can I bounce off a fun fact for, right off the yeah. bat? Okay, yeah. so The Nightmare Before Christmas was actually based upon a poem Tim Burton wrote in 1982 while working at Disney. Um, he had actually purchased the rights uh, later on. Oh, no, wait, no. Who had purchased the film rights but felt it was too weird years later after being fired from Disney. Tim, uh, Tim realized they still owed the rights and cons- convinced Disney to greenlight the movie. So that's a little fun fact. Oh, hmm. Perfect. Yeah, see, yeah, like, I mean, it's like, 
he it, this is his little baby. It kind of like reminds me a little bit of um trick or treat in the sense for you know, I mean it's it's this guy's like creation and he was able to put it on the film and make it his own, right? I mean I don't know. What do, what do you guys think? What are your first thoughts on uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Chris? First thoughts? Yeah. Are you do you mean like when I first saw it for the first time or or just like your first like opinion on it? Like when everyone ever if anybody ever brings up Nightmare Before Christmas, like what are the first things that you think about? Or the first Jack Skellington, that's for sure. Yeah, that for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I think of Jack Skellington. I definitely like think Disney, and uh, now that it's actually on Disney Plus, it's uh, it's accessible to like w- watch, you know. So it's it's a fun one to revisit. Um, but but I do uh, admire like when you when you actually say that, like what's the first thing that pops up in my head. It's more like stop motion, like the film, the way it's filmed, like appreciating that aspect of it because I'm a big fan of stop motion films. And this is actually one of my favorite stop motion films out there. So uh, that's one thing. And then another thing that to add on top of it is uh, the appreciation of like it being about Halloween and obviously slash Christmas, but more of like the Halloween aspect and scary, scary vibes. So, yeah, you know, the the first thing that pops into my head low key is a, it was like one of the first movies that I saw that had like a black film case, you know, like on VHS, it would have like all black. And yeah. I remember just thinking as a kid, like it caught my attention right away. Like I, I, I had not seen it for a long, long time, but I, whenever I would go to somebody's house and I would see the, the VHS and I would see how it was. You remember like a lot of the Disney ones were all white, like the case was uh, white and it would yeah. have just the, the cover art. This one was all black. And I was like, what the heck? It would catch my attention. And I would see the box cover and I would see Jack Skellington. And and I, I don't know I, I get kind of like not freaked out but I I never knew what to expect to watch this movie I just knew it was like a lot of people liked it. Did you want to open it or did you did that make you like no, not want to? Uh, I was too much of a was to open it up. So or not even watching like I was like way older. I know not much has changed. <laughs> um, the other thing that stands out right away is uh the music. That's the one oh, thing yeah, I think true. about. If I think about Nightmare Before Christmas, I think more about the soundtrack and like how a lot of those songs are stop that's a copyright is it i'm sorry was i spot on it's funny because actually it says here that the film songs were written before a script was so that's actually pretty cool little fact i didn't know that composer danny elfman wrote the songs for the nightmare before christmas before there was a script to go off of he wrote the iconic songs after Burton described bits and pieces of the story to him. So Danny Elfman is actually the main uh, singing voice to Jack Skellington. And it sounds like he, he came from a band. I think it was Oingo Boingo, something like that. And uh, hmm. that's cool. I don't, I don't know that freaking a lot of the songs. I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, because you don't really need to have the full film to, to write, like, This is Halloween or, you know, like, songs like that. Or I mean, if you got the basic premise of it, there's a lot of songs like, what's this? They could definitely what's this? write. You could definitely write a full like song about it without knowing what the what the uh, overall story was. I don't know about you guys, but this is just me. Whenever there's a good movie with a good script and there's a great soundtrack, it almost propels it to like even greater status. Oh yeah, big time. Like uh, I mean, there, I want to say a lot. not a lot, but this is one of them right here. Where or you could also say like some of the films like have a like. 
Like this one, I think I think this one the soundtrack overpowers the actual script of the movie. Hmm. I I feel like I feel like um, we'll get into that a little bit more later on. But I feel like the soundtrack has a bigger part in uh in in people's minds instead of the actual script itself. Maybe you're right. One little thing that I kind of want to point out, like this is just my one little trinket that I kind of like enjoy. Um, just the 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 details of uh, like certain things that happen to Sally, like uh, the first incident when she's getting pulled by uh, I forget what the character's name is the the doc the the doctor the mad scientist guy right, and her arm rips off, and uh, like the just the just the fact that she just needs to pull her her little thread and and her arm just oh, like man. clings off. Uh, I just like when when the film's going. I just really appreciate like the actual stop motion uh, animation of it. So um, just knowing that her, like her her limbs are able to like come off. Like also thinking of the fact that like when she escapes the tower at one point, uh, oh, yeah. like later on in the movie, she actually just jumps off and then like slams into the ground. So like all of her limbs come off, and then she just pulls out a little needle with a little wick of. Uh, of a string and she just starts sewing herself back together and it's like geez like sally like the things you do for love you know like you you piecing yourself (laughs) back together just to 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 get acknowledged by uh jack skellington you know and i think that's another thing to like kind of appreciate is just uh you know sally's little adventure on the side as she tries to escape the mad scientist um i think i think another thing to appreciate as well is uh when you get like the introduction of the movie um it's like you're just being shown like the town. Everyone is within their own atmosphere, you know, like everyone's <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the dog, my dog's on my back. Sorry guys. Um, but yeah, that's also one thing to appreciate like how, like all the little creatures of, of Halloween town, not Halloween town, but okay, it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween town. but like just to appreciate like how each character has their own like specific duty and stuff, even when it comes to like, transitioning to the the christmas uh side of things like how everyone has a role to like do something i just think those are a little adorable things to point out yeah you know this movie took three years to to create i bet have you Much? Ever done any stop motion it's a nightmare yeah this is one minute of filming took a week yeah i yeah. believe it yeah it takes it takes a good yeah, amount of time uh most recently i had a guest speaker in my class his name's huxley berg he actually does a lot of uh Lego stop motion uh, trail movie trailer rep like re- reinterpretations. So he t- he explains it like it's he's working on a project that right now that's still he has he started in 2018 like you know like takes forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then like if if you guys actually watch the uh, like the behind the scenes documentary about it like it's crazy how everything was perfectly created for these characters like. He talked about how um, when they, when they were going up the that hill, you know that that mountainside, how like they placed little holes so he, he could perfectly place his feet into it, so that way he wouldn't fall off, or how like his mouth was created different ways to to pronounce different vowels or different letters, so every time he was saying something, that's the way your mouth would actually say that word. Now there's a bunch. If you, that, that's a cool little watch if you like the film and you want to know more about the whole stop motion or just you know stop motion in general. Is to watch like the behind the scenes about it, and it'll show you a lot like how. I guess because it's also clay. Um. They they uh. Claymation, like, right? Yeah, 
I, I guess like years later, like they fucking they start um dissolving the material on like you know on the characters. This person like unless you really take care of them, like they uh they dissolve and they they melt basically. Damn! Imagine what an original is, or an original one is worth. Is worth? Yeah. On Disney Plus, they have a, a guy who does like collectives, and he meets a lot of people that we used to work on that um on that crew and they all like got to take something away from that, from that, uh, from that movie. Mm. So a lot of people have like original Jack's original Sally's original props from the town. Nice. You know, you know, that really gets me thinking like, uh, I, I did start thinking because of the scene that, you know, when Jack like goes to all the, the trees with, you know, all the holidays on them, like the Turkey, mm-hmm. uh, the Christmas tree, the Easter bunny. Um, like it makes you think like, could they, like make another film where he like does another holiday of some sorts but like well i know a lot of people would be against that because they don't want like the like this movie to be tarnished in a sense but then like i started thinking like for a stop motion film like this like you have to think like a lot of the sets and props have been you know like you now you tell me like they've been distributed between the cast and Mm -hmm. all that oh yeah so i i I just fantasize of another type of a film where Jack and ha- and Halloween Town like kind of explore another realm, you know. Maybe they get uh, introduced to the Pilgrims or something like that, you know. Excuse me, <laughs> that'd be funny. Or like Easter, fuck. And there's not, there's not there's not too many other holidays that that you can see it being good with. Valentine's Day, man. Valentine's Everyone Day would be kind of funny love. though. And then and then and then uh, I like that, like a a a nightmare before love, like where like like he introduces valentine's day and then there's like a new like a uh, love demon on the loose and it's, he's i don't know like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa this is a whoa. disney movie nate make it like easy there bro you mean like an incubus or a succubus <laughs> no on the Not loose even. like like just a character <laughs> like uh like it doesn't have to be a scary character just a character that symbolizes i can only really imagine like the fucking it's like an alarm Attention, there's a love demon ravaging the city. It's on the loose. And that, guy, no, no. that guy going, hide your kids, hide your wife. No, no, I have it, I have it, I have it. I have the idea. It's Cupid sneaks into Halloween yeah. Town. And he's he just this annoying little guy. Yeah, he makes everybody love, fall in love with each other. And this just annoying little guy flying around with a little harp. So, oh, God, like, I hate it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like I, I, I would want to imagine how like he would be another city, another town, though. But it's gonna be hard though, cause like, Halloween and Christmas are like the perfect counter, true opposites. Opposites, yeah. Or, or, or what if, what if, uh, it's the opposite way around? What <gasps> if Christmas wait. comes to Halloween Town this time? No way. But, but like what Santa they, actually brings it. Wait. What, what if they do? I don't think Santa's gonna want to go back. Skellington. <laughs> yeah, he was and, pretty pissed. St. Patrick's Day. And they did a and, and they did a crossover of Leprechaun and, and Halloween and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, Chris, you're not gonna yell at him. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad, sir. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh. Okay, well, let me ask you: what's the most what's the creepiest character in this film? If if you think about it, hmm. creepiest about character, it? the one that really sp- I think is the kids, the three kids. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> those, those are the scariest. Those ones. are my fairy characters. You're sick, Sergio. There's nothing wrong with you. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, the scariest character like that I saw there, I always got freaked out by the uh, the clown the with the terrorist face. No, the mayor's funny. Jack. 
Yeah, the face, the the, the two face. That that's pretty creepy, actually. Uh, what about Oogie Boogie? Nah, yeah, Oogie Boogie was kind of whack. <laughs> He's got some. Really I don't like Oogie Boogie. He's a little soft. He's a little soft, if you ask me. I see. Yeah. I see. But let's break favorite down the film. Favorite character, real quick. Oh yeah, favorite character. Question. Honestly, I really like Sally. Yeah, she's actually yeah. is my favorite character. It's something about her that I really like. Her or the three kids. I like those three kids a lot too. I thought I thought they kind of like were pretty fun, and their song was pretty good hilarious. Too. Like how they <clears throat> yeah. steal the the Dude. the Easter bunny. I hate those kids. Why? <laughs> yeah, why? Okay. I don't know, but they just creep me out. Okay, like, wait. They just creep, bro. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, well, that's oh. what I'm saying. They're creepy. Uh, let's see. Disney found the movie too scary for kids to be released under the Disney animated feature banner. Features banner. Wow. Okay. See, there you go. It's still pretty. Yeah, it's actually still pretty scary for kids. I would. I would say. It took one week for the producers to shoot one minute of the movie. Overall, the movie, which is 70 minutes, took three whole years, as uh, Sergio mentioned earlier. I said that. No, Originally, the <laughs> voice for Santa Claus was to be played by Vincent Price, but before he could Ooh. record his lines, his wife passed away. Ooh. The director felt that Price's sadness would be heard in his voice and felt him unfit to portray the joyous Santa. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. That would have been crazy. That uh, Danny Elfman is actually the singing voice for Jack Skellington. He is responsible for the Simpsons theme, the scores. You're on the same Pee-wee's. theme that I was on. The scores yeah, for Pee-wee's. I think we're all on the same one. They get, <laughs> well, it's okay. As long as we're all sharing the same. So you can hit, you can follow through after this. Big Adventure, Batman 1989, and Justice League. So hit, take it from here, please. Mm, that's all I want to say. No, but. <laughs> Serious? No. More, more facts or? Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Throw some fast pitches. Oh, look at this one. It says Tim Burton has said he doesn't want the film to have a sequel. Seeing as as Burton owns part of the character rights to Nightmare Before Christmas, he has been stoutly against creating a sequel of the film. Just to clarify. I was always very protective of Nightmare, not to do sequels or things of that kind. You know, Jack visits Thanksgiving World or other things, other kinds of things, just because I felt the movie had a purity to it. And people that like it. Just to clarify, I'm not saying that they should make another one. I'm just saying, well, like, imagine what it would be like. Um, I definitely I don't, don't think they should make another one. Neither. But just to imagine, it's fun. That's for me. Okay. Okay. Did you guys know that Tim Burton originally imagined Nightmare Before Christmas as a television special? No. No, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. It says Burton envisioned his take on Christmas could play well. On television annually. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, it says uh, yeah, I guess he pitched it to a couple uh, TV studios and they all like rejected him. So I guess until he, he uh, pitched it as a full length feature film, that uh, I guess Disney was on board. But it's he, it says uh, it says here Burton estimates that roughly twenty years passed between the project's earliest inception and its theatrical debut. So 20 years in the making. Wow. Dang. I, I like this one here that each puppet had an armature inside it enabling flexible movement. So it wasn't just, uh, you know, twigs. It was actually some, like, animatronics uh, within oh, yeah. the character. So 
I mean, I, I love all that. I, I think I'm, that's the one thing I miss about films uh, and which always brings me back to rewatching this one is like the actual craft of like, uh, like the sets and, you know, the characters actually, you know, making multiple characters just to make the stop motion flow through, you know? Um, let's see, Jack Skellington had... Did you, mention, one thing did, that kinda... did you mention 400 different heads? He had diff- 400 different No, heads? I mentioned the mouths, but yeah, he had 400 different heads too. Yeah. Damn. I, I think the one thing that kind of sucks about like uh, stop motion really is the fact that like, you know, like with Frozen, like they keep popping out freaking like Frozen shorts and stuff like that. And you keep seeing these characters, right? Like yeah. you don't feel like you, like you, like you don't, I feel like Anna and Elsa are the two most like characters from Disney that have bunch of storylines and a bunch of history but the thing about stop motion kind of sucks is like you don't get to see jack skeleton being portrayed in anything ever because it's hard to like do the fact that it took him like a week to do one minute like you can't do a short you can't do like an intro you can't do a promo because unless you reuse old footage but it's like did you want to see you don't think it is to be honest no i don't think so i think it's just like you think you want to just keep it pure yeah i think i think it's like one of those you just don't touch anymore I know. Well, that's true, but I feel like I wish I could see, like, okay, would you want to see them do, like, an animated, like, short about the characters from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Would you want to just do, just strictly leave it the way nah, it is? I, I, think I, think you've given me it. An, I think you've given me an idea for a top eight with Nate list here, and it's top eight movies that don't deserve a sequel. Well, not saying don't deserve a sequel, it's just that don't you don't touch the, you don't touch yeah, don't need a sequel. Yeah, that's basically it. So you give me that idea. No, don't touch this. Don't don't do anything to soil it down. I think it's something uh, just you leave alone. It's a it's a it's a classic in which people revisit all every year. So, uh, do you guys know who the narrator of the film was? Uh, no, I don't know. That was Sir Patrick Stewart. Really? Yes. Patrick Stewart was brought on to the movie early on its development when Burton's original poem was supposed to be to play a bigger part in the narrative, but Tim Burton eventually cut Patrick Stewart's narration. His voice can be found on the film's official soundtrack. He he's an opening monologue of his voice. Oh, here's the opening monologue. Which I can click on this, but I won't. Wow. <laughs> yes. Did that? you guys know? Oh, there's a hidden Mickey. Yeah, there is. Did you guys wow. know that Disney fought for Jack to have eyes? What? Yep. Why? It says they insist, the studio insisted that Jack Skeleton's no, he never. Well, he didn't. He they didn't. He doesn't have eyes. They're just no, he doesn't. Sockets, they're all black. But, yeah. But uh, the studio insisted that Jack Skeleton's empty sockets be filled with a pair of friendly eyes. Why? Um, because they thought it would connect more with the audience, and it looks less oh. creepy. Thank God he doesn't. Yeah, and it says uh, Selick and Burton wouldn't budge. Ultimately, proved their anti-hero didn't need oculars to connect. Perfect. That that would be weird, right? Well, I I feel like he would look more like Sally then. Yeah, I think that's and that's like, what they were trying to. That's what they wanted him to look a little bit less creepy. You know. Thank God. He would have been Slenderman at that point. He was pretty creepy though. With like, I remember I'm telling you, like when I was little, like I would see that that how tall, long he was, and I'd be like, oh man, looks weird with no eyes. But now that it's like. He's more iconic like that. There's a hidden 
there's a hidden Mickey and Donald Duck reference in the particular scenes in the movie. Mickey Mickey appears as a menacing toy, a flying stuffed animal with a sharp toothed grin. Also, the girl that Mickey attacks as a menacing toy is wearing a Mickey uh, print nightgown, while her brother's pajamas are covered in Donald Duck faces. That is awesome. I did not know that, which is really cool. I think that's one of my favorite scenes of the movie actually sure. that i should mention is when all the kids start to get like uh like the gifts from jack as he's flying around pretending to be santa and and then like everyone's oh, calling yeah. the the police off like the police station which is one police station and it's like i'm sorry yes i understand he's like that's just the funniest scene right there i, I think that's probably my favorite and then just to see all the kids get spooked from all their crazy toys oh the first one the first visit like uh jack disappears and then the uh, the, the the kid screams and then uh, the parents come down and it's like what is it and then he he just looks at them like with a deadpan face and pulls up like the little like uh, voodoo doll head and then like they mm-hmm. scream I'm like it's just hilarious super funny yeah. I got a juicy one for you guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. drop that juice whoa uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry it says Tim Burton rejected a CGI sequel good good. I like the fact that Tim Burton's like super, um, yeah, of of, of his word, you know? If we could, if here's something, a bold thing to say for all those uh, films who actually did like films back in the day that actually had craft work and actual like set buildings, like maybe those ones are the ones you don't make remakes of because if you cannot replicate that like style and look, like kind of like The Hobbit, like I'm very sad that like uh, The Lord of the Rings was so makeup and obviously there was computer generated like scenes and stuff like that but to a point where like i want that labyrinth type feeling you know that david bowie labyrinth like classic puppet feel you know this was his exact quote says i was always very protective of nightmare before christmas not to do sweet sequels or things of that kind you know jack visits thanksgiving world or other other things like that just because i felt the movie had purity to it and that people like it because it's not a mass market kind of thing. I kind of respect what he's saying. He wanted to keep it pure, I guess. You know, not yeah. just milk it like Sergio wanted to, you know? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> By the way, I already it. read that earlier. So, um, Did you say anything about it? Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I can't remember. You want to talk about like the film itself, like the storyline and all that? Sure. Okay. Give you guys a little, uh, a little, a little synopsis here, real quick. Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King of Halloween Town, is bored with doing the same thing every year for Halloween. One day, he stumbles into Christmas Town, and is so taken with the idea of Christmas that he tries to get the residents, residents, bats, ghouls, and goblins of Halloween Town to help him put Christmas instead of Halloween. But alas, they can't get it quite right. So that's basically the, the gist of it, right? I mean, you have your main character, Jack Skellington, who is getting bored of celebrating Halloween year in, year out. And he stumbles across Christmas Town, finds it, how, uh, sees how, uh, how fun the town is, and he tries to embrace that into his Halloween town. It's crazy how like the storyline moves fast, though. Right, because he goes from one year of Halloween to like 
the next year it's Halloween time again, right? Or is it Christmas time? No, it's Christmas time, right? So they yeah. skip out on their Halloween and they celebrate Christmas stuff. Oh no, is it that year? Yeah. Wait. It's it's, it's that same nor- year, huh? It's their normal Halloween, but they're celebrating Christmas on their Halloween. Okay, so now I'm confused then. Because how is everybody else celebrating Christmas? Well, they did go into another realm, so. Yeah, and it's called, wasn't it called like Christmas Town or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's but probably, it's a different town, so. And then. Jack Skeleton uh, celebrating Christmas with the with the real people. You, you gotta think, you gotta think, uh, like this movie is like, all those trees is just saying that there's different towns. So, heck, we could get a movie from the Thanksgiving realm and it could just be like about a different character, like from that True. realm. Like, it, and then, and then next thing, yeah, see, like it doesn't have to be about no, no, but, Halloween town. That's no, what I'm like, saying. Well, look, this is how it goes in Halloween town, uh, Halloween town. It's Halloween town. Every it's Halloween every day. Right. Basically is that what's what they were no. sa- stating? No, they, they that's have what a I got frame. That's no, what I got from it. They literally say oh, yeah, he's the right. Like they prepare 365 days till Halloween. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're preparing a whole year for Halloween. And then what I'm trying to say is they're celebrating Christmas on Halloween for their time, or they're celebrating Christmas in the real life. Hmm. This movie has a lot of floss with already. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe those doors aren't exactly like, maybe it's like a different uh, universe. Oh, I see what you mean. Could be. I I don't I have to like kind of really research what the time frame on this movie is, but besides that, I mean, it's a pretty good, like synopsis, right? Halloween character finds out about Christmas, wants to celebrate Christmas, but can't do it right because he has to put his uh his Halloween mentality into it. I mean, it's great. It's yeah. definitely one of the, like one of the like best original ideas. It's more unique than anything. The beginning really catches with those two first songs, with "This Is Halloween" and uh, "Jack's Lament." I think those are like two of my favorite songs, but it catches your attention right away with like the good, um, the animation and then also like two good songs right away. But after it kind of slows down a little bit and then uh, it's not until he goes back into Christmas town where again, another good song. Those are like the three main songs that like, I think, I don't know. I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but like they start off with the three best songs of the movie. And then after that, everything kind of like falls, not flat, but just like, I feel like as far as like the movie goes, like songs kind of like they do a dip. Then they're not as good as those first three songs, you know. It doesn't pick up again until um the uh, the three kids sing that uh that Sandy Claus song. Um, can I just do another scene appreciation here? Yeah. When uh, Jack is actually like in the lab laboratory and he's like trying to f- like study like Christmas and oh, he's yeah, like yeah. putting everything into beakers and. Uh, I, I yeah. just love like the, the just the whole scene. It's just brilliant. The science just, to it. Yeah, it's, well, it's not the science to it. I, ju- I think that's just my favorite thing well, about like, the film. Just well, like, admiring like, like the way that all like the trinkets look and stuff like that. Like the way he goes about it, you know. I like the fact that he like keeps messing up and he keeps doing things like, like Halloweenish, right? Like when he try, tries to do that snowflake and it comes out looking like a spider. Yeah, and then like the the candy cane, he dips it in uh, basically uh, battery powered like boiling water, and it comes out looking like a noodle. Yeah, yeah, I freaking. I think like the. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think the you movie don't know what dips. don't you know, Sergio? I don't know. Like, I I don't want to. It makes it sound like it's bad, but I think the movie dips 
to that kind of a boring part in towards the middle. No, I I don't I think I I don't know why you're bringing that up because it's like I think I think what you're hinting at is probably the fact that you've seen it so many times year in year out that it, it, you just have to try to find a new appreciation for it every single time, you know. No, it's like me like because like me it did like I said like it me it did get kind of uh tiring after a while, but maybe that's just because I enjoyed this one a little bit more uh when I was younger, you know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? I could definitely see that. I mean, I, I think it still lives up, to be honest with you. I think it, it, lives this... up. it lives up, but I think, I don't know. I, like I said, I, this is just my opinion. Like, watching the movie uh, a couple weeks ago, we were watching with some friends, and uh, I could tell they kind of lost interest into it, like, towards the middle. And uh, unless, well, unless, like, you really want to, like, watch the movie and, like, Unless, unless, like, you're a fan of it, like, hardcore, or, like, unless, like, you want to watch the movie again, like, I, I can see how, like, some parts in the middle, like, once he starts some, once he starts some, Wait, once okay? he starts some using his, uh, what's going on over there? It's because freaking, I think Dady's on the, on the Bluetooth. <laughs> so oh. I can hear it, like, like I can hear like, it, like, connect to her, yeah. Something else. Um, uh. But yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Like, I think like the beginning and then the the middle kind of like it 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 doesn't like pick up. It kind of just like falls flat, and then the the ending picks up again. My my final thoughts on the film and just how I can how I approached it here is like yeah, like the story. It's it's not much interest in me to watch it for the story anymore because like it's like I've seen it and yeah. I get it. But like this movie, like I can put it on on quiet. And then like listen to a podcast and just stare at it and just yeah. admire like the actual film and like how they create the shadows in the film and the little things that people don't even acknowledge like that. That is what I liked about the movie. So like I can literally throw on some music and just enjoy this movie without caring about the story itself. But it's it's an honestly a movie that you can throw on for like your children later on when they get a little bit older and introduce them into the, you know, like either theme of Christmas or Halloween, so that, that's that's yeah. my last take on on, on it before we uh, close this one out. I have a little trivia for you guys. If you oh, could, okay. Uh, spare a couple minutes. Wait, did oh. Chris? Did you want any final thoughts on the movie? On like where you sit with it at this point, and like obviously you want to like kind of promote it in the sense of like, hey, if you guys want to watch it, you know. I mean, to me, it's a it's still a classic. You know, a classic. Got it. That's pretty much sums it up. I I, right. I still enjoy it. All right, there it is. All right, Serge, go into your trivia there, sir. So uh, whoever wants to answer first, just shout the answer out. They're pretty, like, some of these aren't too hard, so it's not like the freaking sports one. We have to remember, like, stats. Uh, what is Jack's dog's name? Zero. Yes. Good. One point for Chris. And then what is at the end of Zero's nose? A red, uh, uh, red light bulb. No. Damn it. Um, it's a cherry. No. What is it? Holy crap! Um, hold on, hold on. Um, this one you have to like watch it in 4K to really see it because it wasn't until we saw it like this last time where me and my me and Daisy. Oh, were it's like, a oh, jack o' lantern. Jack o' lantern. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. It's a freaking jack o' lantern. If you guys watched it, like get up close to the TV and it's crazy. It's a freaking jack o' lantern. Where does Sally keep her sewing needle? 
In her hair? In her arm. I don't remember this one. This one's hard. It's in her hair. It's be behind her ear. Well, that's ah. what I mean. Like her hair and her hair. <laughs> 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 That's what I meant. <laughs> what shape? What shape is the door to Christmas Town? Is it it's Christmas tree? That was equal. I think that was. Ding, ding, nah, ding. I said it first. Hell no, that was like the same. <laughs> nah, I said Christmas tree way before you said Christmas tree. No, no, that's tree. not true. Well, Sorry, the audio is out there. The audio will be out there. So I mean. Damn it, true. I, yeah. I heard Chris. I didn't even hear Nate say it. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I didn't hear you say it. Continue. 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 What shape is Jack's bow tie? It's a bat. Or it's Nate, a spider. 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 Nate, would you like to answer? Yeah, that's it's a spider. Spider? Chris, say spider? Yes. It is a bat. <laughs> <Fuck>! <laughs> Why did I stay with my first one? <laughs> oh gosh. You Who fucker, provides? why did you just say that? <laughs> I, I have to hear both answers. Fuck you, that's not what that's not how this works. <laughs> Who provides Jack's singing voice for the movie? Danny Elfman? No. Um Yeah. Yes. Oh that's it. Oh like Nate. <laughs> Danny Elfman. Yes. Which of these is not one of the names of the trick-or-treaters? Barrel, lock, spot. Or shock. Spot. Yes. <clears throat> wait, wait. How come you didn't wait for my answer? You. Because that was the only answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're supposed to wait for both of us. Damn it! You're right. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the main goal Jack gives Lock, Shock, and Barrel? To get Santa. Chris, which I get? Kidnap him. To kidnap him. Wait, Christian. I'm sorry, was it? I thought it was my turn, not Nate's. No, it's, it's whoever asks <laughs> first. What? Right. Yeah, that's the way it goes. This is a, this is this is unprofessional. You're winning. You're winning. I'm I'm competitive, Nate. Alright, I just want fair, equal ground here. Yeah, me too, but like I just won recently, so don't 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 think about that one either. I just think Sergio's very sloppy as a host. Yeah, I don't even know who's winning fumbles. right now. He just fumbles at this. At this. This is fumbling surgery. All right. What's trivia. the next one? What's the next Go. one? Go. What treat does Igor love? Who's Igor? Igor is the helper to the uh, scientist man. Um, frog's breath. Negative. Um, negative ghost rider. Electricity. No. <laughs> I have you're, gonna get, you're not gonna get it. It's the eye of Newt. No, it's freaking dog biscuits. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Damn it. This is the next one we have here. This is the last one right here for all the marbles. Okay. What ingredient does Sally put in Dr. Soup to poison him? Frog's breath. And um, fro it's frog's breath and. Roofies. Roofies. <laughs> Chris got it right. No, fine. <laughs> it's something else. It's something else. Frog's breath and no. you're wrong. No, she put something in there. No, and she that's, masks? Not, that's not the. That's not the poison him though. It's uh, um, it's chamomile tea. Oh no, sleepy time <laughs> tea. No, no, toxic uh, toxic tea. Uh, uh, oh, you're gonna get bad when I tell oh, you. Oh, it's, it's it's. I know what it is. I know what it is. What is, what is it? It's Bill Cosby's secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
You could have got it right again. Yes. No. <laughs> you guys quit. Yeah, you're not gonna get it. You, you, you had to think about the uh, the ingredients for the soup, but not to kill him or to poison him. No, I know what it is. It's um. Get it. Unless you're cheating. Nah, just tell us. I I it's I'm gonna be pissed. Watch. Deadly just... nightshade. That that's. It, it, I would I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. It was on the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't conform that as a sentence. Confirmation. <laughs> Deadly nightshade was on the tip of your tongue. Nate, go rinse out your mouth right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, guys. I mean, that's to to put it. Like, I think your final, final thoughts for the film, what would it be like? No, that's it. I already gave my final thoughts before you. I kind of hate it now after this podcast. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) That's not the purpose of the podcast. We want people to appreciate the film. So go watch it, guys. It's fucking great. (laughs) Guys, at the end of the day, it's a classic to put on for Halloween or Christmas. The best thing about it is the fact that. Or both. Disney, like, this is iconic film right here. Disney lets you celebrate this film now. During the months of October, November, December at the park, you could go see the Haunted Mansion ride and embrace Jack Skellington and Halloween Town. So that's, I think, I think that's the fact that like people still have like love for this is because like Disney fans, like they could go and enjoy it at the park, you know? Dude, I miss Disneyland. Me too. I'm going to cry now. (laughs) He's going crazy. Is it his puppy or what? I don't know. All I, all I see is a yellow dog talking to us right now. <laughs> what is it doing? It's bombing up and down. <laughs> the fuck am I looking at you? Looks What's like Jack Skellington's eyes were just white. Nate, are you there? <laughs> is he laughing or what the hell is he doing? I don't know. I don't know. It's Nate. I'm concerned now. <laughs> I don't know if it's funny or it's like... Oh, there he is. <laughs> It was just funny because it made it look like, like Jake the dog was here, with my with my beanie. Chris, are you not looking at my camera? Yeah, yeah. I'm dying here. It, it, if I put my head down like this, it looks like Jake the dog is just chilling here. Hey, what's up, guys? Oh. I'm but just yeah, dying here. Having that was a good time, guys. Oh yeah. So, um, as Sergio clarified, the film cast is coming back monthly, once a month, and we will be just uh basically bringing to the table a film once a month. And so guess what? I get next October and I get next month. So I'll let you guys know when I'm ready for my decision. Yeah, I'll make an, I'll make an announcement to see to know what film cast, what film we're going to be casting next month. <laughs> yes, what film we're going to be casting. I know what I it's like going it. to be. What? what? What is your... Oh, wait, you guys can guess. How about that? On the, on the, right. Let's guess. Midsummer. No. No. It's going to be... Weathering with you. I'm gonna watch that, that soon. Be... I promise. I'm gonna watch it soon. Perfect. I'll probably it's watch it on November first. Be... Why not? Be... Oh God, it's gonna be I I, I... two thousand one Space Odyssey. No, it's it's gonna be something I'm probably gonna watch for the first time, and then I'm probably just gonna bring it to your attention. Oh. So, okay, so how how can we guess then? <laughs> I just think it would be interesting to hear what you guys think. So no, it's none of those. Who's your favorite porn star again? Who me? Yeah. That that one. That that one. That one. That one. <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's wrap guys. this show up. <laughs> Alrighty guys. Uh thank you for listening. You can catch us on Instagram 
or you can catch me on Instagram at Checo14, C-H-E-C-O, number four, T-E-E-N. Or you catch the podcast on Instagram at Mighty Morphin Podcast Network. You can also catch me on Twitter at DisclaimerPod and Mighty Morphin PN. And we're going to be on TikTok too, uh, posting a bunch of, uh, of the videos there. Uh, you can follow me at Checo14, C-H-E-C-O, number four, T-E-E-N, again. Follow me on Instagram at the state of Nate and at Space Kaiju Podcasts and on Twitter the Nate at the Nathan Scott Show. Actually, it's that's not that's incorrect. Um, it's actually at Nathan Scott Show. There is no the on the Twitter um, handle. And then for everything Space Kaiju, you can head over to my website thenathanscottshow.com. Thank you. Yeah. I love you nine thousand. One thousand. Space Kaiju Production.